was very grave at the time, and I remember him saying to me that, look, you were probably going to lose your foot, maybe the knee, maybe the leg, who knows at that point, but it was, it was pretty bad and very scary. Lisa Longo was in danger of losing her foot, perhaps her lower leg, but after significant medical attention, Lisa is walking. Not on air, but perhaps with the aid of air, hyperbaric therapy. Hi, I'm David North, and this is Health Story. Certified hyperbaric technician Michael Vitafar and her surgeon, Dr. John Hoyna, explain how it works. What it does is it increases the oxygen saturation of the tissue. So where those little capillaries and blood vessels can't supply oxygen, we're able to make it the oxygen molecule much smaller by being under compression and get it delivered to tissues where it's unable to get to. Yeah, and the body's actually pretty cool. You, um, your blood vessels chunk themselves off everywhere where you don't need the oxygen and open up to accept the oxygen where they do need it. So if a patient with a foot wound, their foot's going to have nice open blood vessels, but if you take their blood pressure in their arm afterwards, you'll notice that the blood pressure has risen because it's closed itself so it didn't get more oxygen. It's pretty cool. Lisa was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in her late 30s. 20 years later, she was admitted to the emergency department at Plainview with a very serious lower extremity concern, osteomyelitis, a bone infection in her heel. Oh my God, what it looked or felt like to me was wicked fever. It's like I was almost like out of my head, like not even understanding what was going. Chills, fevers, and just uh, something just terribly wrong. I didn't necessarily feel it in my foot, but I, I knew it was foot related. You know, it was very grave at the time, and I remember him saying to me that, look, you were probably going to lose your foot. Maybe maybe the knee, maybe the leg, who knows at that point. But it was, it was pretty bad and very scary. Dr. Hynes' complications of unaddressed diabetes are very scary. Lisa came in through the emergency room. She had a, a major ulcer. She was morbidly obese at the time. We... Um, did surgery on her, took out some of her bones. She was in jeopardy of losing her leg. She came back to, she underwent a whole host of medical treatments, including uh, different types of grafts that we had put on. And she, again, we had to do additional surgery on her, take her back to the hospital, do additional surgery on her, take more bone out. And during that period of time, we were also treating her with uh, hyperbaric treatments too. So now we've got it to the point where she's got offloading boots, but her, her wound that's on the bottom of her foot is no longer, it's the size of a, a pencil eraser, very small at this point, it's all ready to close. And uh, she continues to lose, to lose weight, she continues to be off, off weight bearing with offloading shoes, she's walking more. We're close to the end. Let's go to the beginning for the story of hyperbaric therapy, as told by certified technician Michael Vitafar. Although the science is more than 100 years old, he describes his work in futuristic terms. Tell him I work on a spaceship. That's always the most exciting way to get things going. I, people oftentimes have never heard of this, or if they have, it's, you know, an episode of House or something like that, or something weird, you know, or they have a very weird understanding, or they'll say, you know, isn't that for whatever, occasionally you get someone who says, isn't that for the Benz? You say yes, but again, this is, it's clinical popularity, you know, in 2017, and really since 1998 has been with chronic and non-healing wounds, radiation injuries, um, and most recently, uh, sudden hearing loss. Michael led me to the hyperbaric wound care chamber. 
The room is softly lighted, rather quiet, and equipped with what appear to be horizontal body-length glass cylinders, where patients breathe pure oxygen. Quick uh, technical correction, they're actually not glass, they're acrylic. Uh, glass has, uh, it's stronger, but it, um, when it breaks, you know how glass shatters. This will never shatter. It's a lot tougher in that way. The patients are in there, they're anywhere from completely flat to a nice incline, like I would be at home lying on a bed or something similar. They're also getting 100% oxygen like you would on an ambulance or in the emergency room. The difference is pressure. When we talk about pressure, um, the quickest way to understand it is understanding diving or going underwater because the pressure increases the deeper we go. We're increasing the atmospheric pressure for them so that they're in the equivalent of 33 feet underwater to we treat up to about 45 feet underwater. What that does is makes the oxygen molecules a lot smaller. When they get smaller, we can breathe many more of them in. So each breath that a patient takes in, in the chamber when they're at pressure is equal to 15 breaths outside in terms of the oxygen content. Michael compared his workplace to a spaceship, but as you heard, the therapy has roots below sea level. He says the first cases of hyperbaric therapy were among tunnel workers and divers treated as far back as 1908. Today, hyperbaric therapy is used to treat a range of conditions encountered by people from all walks of life. We take patients who have a true clinical need, patients who have an indication that's uh, approved by the Undersea and Hyperbaric Medical Society, the UHMS, or, and usually the FDA. Um, so there's only you know, 16 to 18 indications that can land you in your chamber. Many of our patients even have three and four combined, so a lot going on there, but they're all related to lack of oxygen in an area. As long as this is helping healing, we're going to continue treatment. And it allows us, in addition to the actual oxygen, coming here every day, having hands-on care with our nurses, helping us keep in touch with all the other stuff that may be going on, whether it be your diabetes, um, weight loss, pain management, all those things. Every single day being with the doctors and nurses allows us to really get a very good hands-on approach the entire time you're healing. And that's part of what gets you out of here, you know, in three months as opposed to six or eight or never. Michael Vitafar, Certified Hyperbaric Technician of Hyperbaric and Wound Management Services for Plainview Hospital's Hyperbaric Wound Care Center. This is Health Story, brought to you by Northwell Health. Hi, I'm David North. Let's return to the story of Lisa Longo. Lisa was in danger of losing her lower limb, but surgical intervention, therapy, and proper diabetes management has her taking confident steps forward. Lisa describes the benefits of hyperbaric therapy for wound care and some surprising beauty benefits. It's fabulous for your nails, although you'd never know now. Your nails, your skin, um, your hair, it's great for like all visually, all that stuff. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a great thing, but it really, there were a lot of benefits to it. I had a, a dog bite that within two days, I mean, the dog bite was pretty deep. In two days, you just saw it that it was gone. And that was on the surface of a finger. So, you know, just comparing to this, and I'm sorry you don't have the visual of the foot, but that was like an, very intense. For everything she's been through, Lisa's looking good. Dr. Hoyna has some thoughts about the teamwork that carried her recovery, and Michael Vitafar expresses the goal of everyone at the Plainview Hyperbaric Wound Care Center. 
we love having people here every day. They get very, very close to us because they're coming five days a week and, you know, 30, 40, sometimes 50 times overall until they're better. You develop a very good relationship. They know our work schedules. They know our favorite foods. We know their kids' names, all those kinds of things. We're always, it becomes a very friendly environment and we, we get great relationships with all of them. But the best part is them leaving. A lot of times them walking out of here or all of a sudden, you know, something that they looked at and said, my God, this is going to be the end. And all of a sudden they're better and they can't believe it. And that's the most satisfying part for sure. And when we see successes like this and when we click with patients and patients follow our instructions, it's, it's so much more gratifying for us to uh, you know, uh, treat a patient like Lisa. She's uh, intelligent, she's a good soul, and you know, we try our hardest. And we try and educate, you know, the, the key, a lot of the key to diabetes is education. And if you ignore the, you know, the, the education, all the things that are out there, you, know, you develop the, the symptoms later on. 160,000 people in the United States lost their lower leg from diabetes last year. It's it is epidemic. So we try and we have a, a night like a night over ninety percent limb salvage rate here. The national average is probably about seventy. Even though Lisa is not a diabetic now, she's always has to be treated as a diabetic because you know years of so-called pushing the envelope, you know they do do damage. But all the things that she's done for herself, and I did encourage the bariatric surgery, but all the things that she's done for herself. If anything does occur in the future, it'll be to a much lesser degree than what it would have been if she didn't take our advice and become educated on her own. Thank you, Dr. John Hoyna. Lisa Longo is walking, looking back on her experiences and looking forward to new adventures. There was a point in time where I, I didn't think I'd be walking. I mean, really, I feel good, I feel healthy, and I just know I'm going to be more mobile as time goes on now. I'm actually transitioning. I'm going to be moving to Florida within the next few months. I don't know if I could duplicate the care that I down there that I have here right now, but again, it's, it's time for me, and I, I'm healthier now than I've been, and I'm ready. Find out more about hyperbaric therapy and other advanced treatment options available at Northwell at northwell.edu. Best wishes, Lisa, and many thanks to this program's technical director, Andre Doughty. For Northwell, I'm David North. Be well. Look North.